I just thought I would start the this week's podcast slightly differently than normal. Welcome back to the 14th episode, would you believe, already. Now, before we get into our subject for today, I would like to take this opportunity. Today, for the first time, we had our very first YouTube live session. And it was absolutely brilliant. I appreciate all the comments and positive energy that came from it. It was my first time doing something like that, so I'm really grateful for all the feedback on it. Um, I want to apologise for any questions that I didn't get to answer, but what I will do is I will go through it, pick up any of the questions that I didn't get to, and I will try and answer them at our next live session. If you want to join us at any point, just go into your YouTube and put in in the search bar Ballandary Psychotherapy and we'll come up somewhere along that list and just subscribe or click notification or whatever and we will be setting up more times in the future possibly in the next couple of weeks for our next live session so again thank you so much for all your comments and your feedback really really appreciated it and look forward to the next one So as they say in television now, it's back to our scheduled programming. Sorry, I couldn't help myself from hitting the buttons again. I've just learned how to do that. Anyway, back to scheduled program. So what is this week's episode about? Well, it's something we all desire. It's something we all need. But only a small percentage actually have. So have I piqued your interest yet? And take a few minutes to ask yourself, what is it that I need from myself and others? Any idea yet? Let me tell you. Respect. Actually, self-respect. So... What is self-respect? It can be described as believing that you are good and worthy of being treated well. So, if that's the case, what's the difference between self-esteem and self-respect? Well, they both have qualities and very similar qualities and concepts. And we often get muddled between the two. Both of them are about the self but they're both also about our relationship with others. So it makes sense that we tend to almost see them as the same, or at least very close to one another, and are often used kind of incorrectly. Let's take um, a look at each of them, and you can make up your own mind at the end whether they're the same and different, or whether they're similar, and whether or not they're related in some way, shape or form. So let's start with self-esteem. Now I know that we touched on it on the last podcast or the one before it, but I think it's very important to look at another angle of it or another view. So self-esteem, I suppose, comes from our thoughts about ourselves and what we feel about ourselves. It is that we 
have a value on our skills and on our abilities. So if you feel that you're not living up to your standards, then you're going to have a problem or certainly some sort of an issue around self-esteem. I suppose what I'm trying to point out is that when we feel satisfied after completing or finishing a challenge in whatever area of our life we're in, we can get self-esteem. I suppose it's, it's about how we conduct ourselves after we've completed our activity. And this can be seriously affected by what others say, especially if they challenge our skills. Have you ever completed an activity and been thrilled at how you did, only to have somebody make a negative statement or comment? So let me ask you, how did you feel at that moment? Upset? Angry? Sad? Does it matter? The fact that it affected you is really what it's all about, whether that effect was positive or negative. Now, self-respect is part of the workings of self-esteem. But it's more about the positive values we put on ourselves, such as honesty, humility, integrity and dignity. Another phrase for this is self-love. So having self-respect means we live by our moral code. And what other people say really doesn't change those codes. Self-respect does not depend on such comments. It doesn't depend on success. Because those with self-respect knows what failure is. And failures will come. Another aspect of self-respect is that it'll actually give your self-esteem a boost. So like I said in, in the previous podcast, self-esteem is... The value I put on myself, whether positive or negative, depending on the way I see things. Whereas self-respect is about me learning to accept both and giving myself to freedom from other people's expectations. So here's another question. Why is it important in my life? Well, I suppose it's because it's about loving oneself having dignity and honour, especially around our behaviour or our decisions or our choices. Now, there's an added bonus. When we have self-respect, we will respect others, even if they do not give it back to us. Because it gives us a feel-good factor. And this allows us to see a lot more in a positive way. Because we have self-respect, which gives us a sense of what we're worth, or our own worth, it won't affect you when people seem intent on putting you down, criticising what you do, or what you want to do. Now, having said all this, I have to point out that we must take notice of what others are saying. Having self-respect means we can listen to the criticisms, look at them, have a check out. Is it right? Is it wrong? Reflect on it. And if we find that we need to change something, then we change it. If that's what it shows you. But that will only happen if you're open to bettering yourself. 
you also know within yourself when you need to say no, especially the things that are not in your best interests, either physically, mentally, emotionally, or even financially. You've heard the expression, pride goes before a fall. Well, if we have an excessive form of self-worth, that is pride. And it can be extremely destructive. Self-respect is inclusive of all feelings of self-worth, but still having dignity and honour. Pride itself is seeking gratification for what we do. And as we know, excessive pride being destructive borders on the ego and a great deal of pompousness, for want of a better word. Now, let's take a look at some of the advantages of having self-respect. If we know that we have self-respect, we value others. It would also help with our relationships and how to communicate. One of the best advantages that I know is that it can help us achieve our goals and our dreams because it gives us the confidence to just go for it. I read recently some some guy, I think his name was Darnwall. Oh yeah, Stephen Darnwall. And he claims that there are two types of respect. Recognition respect and appraisal respect. Now, recognition respect is when we have, I suppose, the temperament in giving suitable regard to one's being. For example, in the likes of law, feelings, rights and nature. I suppose it is really about a moral attitude or point of view. Now, the other one, the appraisal respect, is more about having an attitude of positive assessment around a person's skills and abilities. This can be done as, we say, towards an individual, their standards or um, the position that they hold. So let's take a step back and take a look at self-esteem and what, why it's so important. It is what we refer to as our own value. It can and usually comes from how we view our own worthiness or unworthiness. It's very important when it can have such an effect on our confidence and our belief, especially in ourselves. If you think about it, if we have a healthy level of self-esteem, we can be more motivated to do better and certainly to go further to gain our goals. However, if we have the opposite, i.e. low self-esteem, then it's going to have the opposite effect. And we will give up very quickly on any progress that we've made. Well, now, in connection with that, I have a question that came from one of our listeners. Um, and the question is, is self-esteem different to the ego? Well, now, there's a question and a half. So, although they, they do have some similarities, however, yes, they are different. For instance, self-esteem is having confidence in oneself and having knowledge to do something, whereas the ego is more often than not joined 
by looking for attention and boasts a lot about what it does. It serves only itself and it, it's not based on any real knowledge. While self-esteem gives you the knowledge about who you are without overly being proud of it. We have already had a look at the advantages of self-esteem, which included um, being less critical of yourself and of others, being able to express your own needs, being confident in, in making decisions, having a healthy grasp on how to handle stress and any issues that may arise. I suppose the best description on an example of self-esteem is that when we have a healthy self-esteem, we can clearly and easily relate to others and communicate with them without hiding our thoughts, feelings or ideas. It says it in a nutshell, doesn't it? And of course, there are many reasons why we may have low self-esteem. And here's just four of them. Unhappy childhood or unsupportive carers, parents, guardians, whatever. A low academic performance, mental illnesses, trauma or abuse. Now there, there's so many more. These are just four. At least the top four in my book. Now ask yourself, what causes a lack of respect in people? Well, would you believe me if I told you self-respect begins at birth? And as we grow, it develops. How much self-respect we have will stem from what we're taught and how we are treated from day one of our life. So, I suppose, looking at the causes of having a lack of self-respect. What are they? Now, here's my top six. Letting others' opinions control mine. A lack of understanding. <laughs> the obvious one, stress. Bullying or being humiliated. A lack of self-awareness. No boundaries or belief in myself. If I don't believe in myself, how do I expect other people to believe in me? Ah, now comes the important question. How can I protect my self-respect? How do I do that? Where do I start? Now here's a couple of ways that might just help you. Number one, accept yourself for who you are. Forgive yourself and for any mistakes that you may have made. Three, Learn to accept and reflect and change criticism. Four, look after your body and mind and emotions. In other words, self-care. Go back to the last podcast, all about self-care. Number five, take responsibility for what you do. If you do something, you act in a certain way or you behave in a certain way. Take the responsibility. Nobody else is doing it. Six. 
honor your own inner code and value most important because nobody else knows what that is except you as a woman i must have these but i also have to have a confidence in myself not to put down other women why would i do that if i have self-respect why, why would i feel the need to put down another woman or another person I can only speak from the female side. And learn to accept compliments. Remember, the change can happen, but it will take time and patience with yourself and with others. You, know, you may have spent so many years underselling yourself. So it's not going to change overnight just because you wanted to. It will take effort on your part and consistency to unlearn what you have spent years of learning and living out of. One of the main things to do is what we spoke about last week, self-care. You have to do this frequently and routinely each day. Remember that self-care is a form of self-respect. So why not have this as part of the change? And I think it was um, Aristotle that said, we are what we repeatedly do. Excellent is not an act, but a habit. That is the end of this week's podcast. And I'd like to thank you again for joining us on the YouTube channel today. And if you wish to join us, just open your YouTube and in the search bar, just put in Ballandary Psychotherapy. Stay well. Stay safe. Namaste.